0: Welcome to Adult Papers, the podcast for grown-ups. I'm your host, Violet Augustine. I'm going to share sometimes magical, sometimes terrifying, often strange, occasionally funny, and somewhere uncomfortably between hyper-real and surreal stories with you. Crying for what seemed like no reason was a thing I used to do a lot. I'm on day 12 of sobriety, And it hasn't happened since. This is getting published on day 25, the Saturday after the election, so I'll probably have cried a lot by this time, but anyway, by day 12, it hasn't. I mean, I'm sure it will, if not on New Year's Eve, when I'd normally be sipping a glass of bubbly, counting down, or perhaps on my birthday, when having parties where people dance on the tables was a thing. I mean... To be honest, I hope people still dance on the tables. Anyway, one night before I got sober, I was watching Normal People on Hulu for the second time. After, I'd read the novel, which I devoured in a few hours, and while I was listening to the audiobook on my drive to work. I guess I'm a member of the Sally Rooney cult. Anyway, I mean, saying it now doesn't make it seem like I was crying for no reason. I was watching Normal People, for Christ's sake. Have you seen normal people? If it doesn't make you cry, are you even human? Anyway, I wrote this that night. Sometimes I don't even know why I'm crying. I'll be watching a character on a show, laugh at sad holiday decorations, and I'll get up at break to get myself something to drink, and it will force its way out of me, punching my body into a comma shape, and I'll surprise myself by how loud it is, wondering if my neighbors can hear When it happens, I try to let it out. I will stand or sit with my face in my hands, bouncing with sobs, and I'll realize it was because the sound of the piano from a song I heard half an hour ago. And how I miss playing piano. And I realize I've been sad my whole life because I miss playing piano. But I never played piano. But then I'm sitting here writing this down and I'm tortured by the stories that punch their way out of me. And I wonder, is that just my fate to be this empty vessel shattered and put back together again and again, just so I can tell stories. I mean, I'm glad for it, for a purpose, any purpose. Maybe I'm crying for more time, the time to tell all these stories. And I realize these stories are the reason I am miserable every day. Miserable except when I'm writing, and miserable sometimes while I'm writing. Because there are so many souls wringing themselves to get out of me. They will surely drive me mad unless I do. So that character on a show laughing at sad holiday decorations? That was Connell at a holiday party with Helen. Anyway, thank God I got sober. I mean, if I was crying randomly because of the stories I need to write, I will surely cry like that again. If it was about the piano, yeah, that definitely sentences me to a lot more random crying. Did I ever figure it out? Did I get a clue at all from that little journal snippet of why I sobbed like a dying animal in my kitchen that night? I think I was drinking. I was definitely drinking. My kid was at his dad's for the weekend, so maybe it was just stored up and needed to come out? Anyway... I say anyway a lot, but my mind goes on tangents a lot. I love Sally Rooney. I don't love that she's a baby and has like two best-selling novels, but I mean, I love that too. I guess I just hope next time a sob punches me in my guts that somehow I'll figure out why. So here's this is a postscript that I'm adding after I wrote what I wrote after I wrote it. Does that make sense? I wrote something before sobriety, then I wrote something else after sobriety, and now I'm just talking. And reading this kind of three times separated, how do you say that? With three degrees of separation, um, not from the original pre-sober writing, not from the second draft uh, coming from sobriety. But from the third, I think I was starting to get at the root when I was writing about crying for more time because perhaps, you know, Connell's character and that little detail of the sad holiday decorations, or I don't remember how it was described in the novel, but when I was watching normal people again for the second time, I was comparing what she had written with what they had put on the screen because I failed and I watched normal people before I read the book. And I really wish that I had done it the other way around. But I just wasn't a member of the cult yet. I just didn't know what I didn't know. But, um, yes, the piano music for sure. Music definitely moves me. Um, I watched – the new Suspiria last night and um, Tom York's piano playing and singing in that movie, I was definitely sobbing as well. Um, I really liked the new Suspiria. Now, yes, I'm a fan of the original. Um, I saw the original when I was in high school and it's been one of my top three favorite movies in my entire life. So I kind of thought that the new one, that there would be no way that I would love it, but I fucking loved it was weird because it was like three stars on prime I don't know why unless people are just comparing it to what it what they expected it to be but I thought it was very beautiful and artful um and fucking Tilda Swinton who the fuck doesn't love her and actually I don't know if I said her name right but like who doesn't love her for real um wow this is the first time that I'm just talking and going off script completely since I compose these for the most part before I read them um but yeah, this time around when I was reading that part about crying for more time, it kind of hit me like, yeah, I totally was crying for more time. I was crying because I was still wasting time. Of course I was wasting time. Wasting time, being wasted. All right, here come the puns. I hate the word pun, by the way. I hate that it's a whole thing that you're not allowed to do because like, it's like alliteration. Everyone loves alliteration and uh. Sibilance, is that the right word? Like in poetry, when you repeat the same um, type of sounds to make music with your words. So are puns like actually are, like a form of music words, music word, word music? And um, they get this awful name like pun and they get this awful rap. I don't know. I've heard some pretty brilliant puns actually. Oh, shit. More TV shows. Um The, the Haunting of Bly, the Bly something the new Bly show the people who did the haunting of Hill House did the haunting of the Bly mansion Bly some shit um there's a debt cook dude he had some pretty good puns I mean some clever shit so back to seriousness for a second I think that I was crying because I knew that I was losing days That every day I wasn't sober was another day I was losing, not knowing myself, not knowing where I was or what I wanted to do. Because looking at this now, that would make perfect sense. That would be why I would be crying for the time because I wasn't facing myself yet. I wasn't really able to see who I was and love and embrace myself without having to use a substance to do that. And so I just didn't feel like I had a grip on my life. I'm like watching this movie of this book that I just read. And, you know, I devoured the book because the writing was just so masterful. And I think I was partially crying because I was like, how will I ever reach that level of mastery in my own writing? Well, as I was before, just a mess all over the place without a grip on my life or who I am, how could I possibly have expected To have a voice, like have enough of my own voice and confidence in my own voice if I wasn't accepting myself. Like, I don't know, there are a lot of writers that drink and perhaps they are already confident in who they are, you know? I was actually having this conversation with my dad a few weeks ago and he's like, is that why writers drink? Because he heard... He heard me ramble on out loud some of my thoughts and it made him need a drink. And I was like, yeah, that is why writers drink because I don't know how to turn this off. It's just there. But um, yeah, I had to, I had to quit drinking because, you know, drinking was just me running from something. I mean, it was just me running from myself. And so now that I'm not running from myself, I can face myself, I can see myself, I know who I am, and I can start to develop my voice. I can start to build the confidence, and I really am just now starting to learn the craft of writing, and I'm fucking 35. I have a master's degree that I kind of did in writing, and... My undergrad, even though it was in visual arts, I minored in writing. But it took me until I was 35 to begin to learn the craft of writing. But back then when I was trying to learn the craft, I was too much of a mess to learn anything. So anyway, not complaining. Definitely not complaining. It's just where I am now. I'm happy to get a chance to learn the craft of writing even at 35. It's better than 55. It's better than you know, 85, wondering if I would even have any more time at all. And, you know, I want to say a thing about media literacy before I say goodbye. Um, This is a podcast. And so, you know, when I say like, I had to quit drinking because blah, 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 blah. Like there was a huge pause between the word because and then what came out of my mouth. But, you know, this is media. And I'm not trying to make it illegible for you or unlistenable. So I have to take out the pauses, but the pause is there. It's there. It's been there. It's always there. And so, you know, as a kid and as a person who consumes media, we all consume media. Um, I wish that someone had taught me about media literacy sooner So that I wouldn't internalize this feeling of like feeling not good enough or just feeling like a fuck up because, you know, every movie you watch and every um, book you read and every podcast you listen to, everything sounds so composed and perfect and like the truth was just handed to the person. And it's like, no, it's there's a whole I mean, that's the thing about writing that I love, but I'm really also having to learn is that Joyce Carol Oates said it on her masterclass. Um, Like if you have actors and you're you're paying these actors and you're paying five actors, but you only need two to tell the story, then you have to fire the other three actors. And so it's like I had to fire that long pause because it just doesn't serve the composition, the overall composition The fact that this is a podcast, but life is different. There are lots of pauses. And I just want to say that to anyone who might be listening, who might have heard that and been like, God damn, I wish I could say quickly why I got sober or why anything. And no, it wasn't quick. (laughs) It wasn't quick in the moment. It's not quick now. It wasn't quick for me to get here. You know, I know people older than 35 would be like, 35 is not old. And you're right. It's not old, but Considering I've been online as a conscious, conscious human for like at least 30 years, it feels fucking old, you know, like in my last episode, I think it was when I counted the days and the hours, like 300,000 hours minus my sleeping hours. I've been conscious. That feels like a fucking long time. But anyways, just don't be a fucking perfectionist. I mean, that's what it really comes down to is don't be a fucking perfectionist if you can help it. Yeah. But now that I've gone off script, like, what is my little closing sentence going to be before the, the, the outro? I don't know. And, uh, it's okay not to know. But-